set long-term goals, and never let go of those dreams. Welcome to the Just a Runner's Podcast, where we talk about all things running, racing, and more from the middle of the pack. I'm Bruce McIntosh. Now, let's get things running. Hey, everybody. How's it going this week? It is uh, Monday. Uh... July 1st, so we're done with June, uh, rolling right along into the summertime, and, you know, so everybody got a 4th of July race uh, lined up. Okay, uh, Thursday I plan on doing the Stars and Stripes 5K, located in uh, Howland, Ohio, starts at Howland High School. Uh, there's another good one in uh, Youngstown area, not that I uh, want all my listeners to be from here, but I've uh, Listening outside the area, I'm sure you got something in your area. It's four miler in oh, what? Canfield, Canfield, Canfield Firecracker four miler. So those are a couple coming up on the fourth. If you're interested in running on the that day, and let's see here. Let's start off with my weekend review. All right, last week uh, the short review ended up with thirty point two miles. I ran all seven days, got my streak up to 31 days after uh, Sunday's run, so that's still going on. I haven't decided how much longer it's going to go. It may end shortly after the 4th. I think a rest day is good, but uh, Monday was basically a rest day. Uh, I had a one-mile one-mile run, one-mile walk back uh, with Pico, so it was a very slow run. And let's see here. Tuesday, uh, kind of did a really slow uh, four miler, trying to keep my heart rate in that math test just to see what would happen. And I had like a twelve ten pace with my heart rate at one twenty two. So the, to me, uh, the heart rate was the average was a little lower than I had to have it, but I was trying to keep it under one twenty seven. Actually, I was mostly just wanted to keep it under 130. Uh, I, overall, the test was fine. Uh, didn't show me anything out of that I wasn't expecting to. In order to, and it was a little hot that day. I had 70 degrees, some humidity, so eh, it went all right. Uh, wasn't anything less than more or less than what I really thought it would be at this time. Uh, Wednesday was our group run. Basically, we ran in Howland. Uh, getting ready for the 5K. Close. We ran on the course, but not the exact, uh, exact course they use. Uh, four miles. Nice, uh, nice, easy pace. Good run. It was a rather hot day. Matter of fact, I wrote it was 86 degrees in my log. So uh, heart rate was higher that day. And Thursday, I decided to uh, continue on with my attempts at doing speed work. And two-mile tempo run. Kept it under a 10-minute pace, which is a good tempo pace for me. Uh, 
done it. Some people have different views of where you should do like a tempo run, but I was trying to keep it about where I had it. And so I was did good with that. You know, did the normal warm up cool down. So the average is really high, but those two in the middle uh, were right where I wanted them to be. And Friday was another easy day with Pico. Just actually, it wasn't with Pico. Friday was actually a really busy day uh, with non-running things. Had to, another doctor visit because of my finger. Those will be coming to an end soon. A couple more weeks, I think I'll be back to normal totally and back to work. Uh, but I did have a doctor visit, uh, a trip to the dentist, and uh, went out and watched my granddaughter's swim tournament. This is so, and the only time I had two choices go in the middle of the day when it was about 90 degrees or wait till after the swim tournament got home and went about eight o'clock it cooled off a little bit and there was some shade went on got a nice easy mile in and saturday group run a few of us a couple of them are training for a trail race and we started together and those two jumped on the trail race and those three others of us just did a loop in mill creek park uh Mill Creek's pretty beautiful at all times of the year, so it's all and it's hilly, so it's good for training. Even though um one of the races uh, coming up is uh, totally flat, uh, just about, so it's still good to train on hills. Uh, we did four miles, and Sunday I just had a rough day. Uh, Saturday evening and didn't get enough sleep. And there was a few of them struggling, but we went out on Sunday. There was actually five at the start. Three of them dropped. Uh, well, they were only planning on doing six or seven. They got a little over seven. Uh, so they were done and went out, got uh, the rest of them in, two of us, and got 11 and a half in for a nice, nice long run. Finished me off at 30.2 miles for the day. And I didn't realize it was coming out so perfect, but I. Ended the month of June with 130 miles, which is a really good improvement over last month. Now, hopefully, uh, thank you, thank you. Uh, hopefully, this will keep up. I'm hoping to just continue uh, upward training miles, like a couple more weeks of around 30 miles and then try to up my average for a few weeks up to 35 and we'll go from there and it's yeah so the run streaks at 31 days has at the end of june actually it's at 32 because i did take pico out and we ran a mile today and that's all i had planned for today and uh so I'm happy with the miles. Let me check one thing here real quick. I forgot to write this down. Sorry about that. But my yearly mileage due to 130 is 664 miles for the year so far. So halfway through, uh, I am going to try to keep some uh, little more consistent. I don't know if I'm keeping the run streak going all the rest of the year or not. That wasn't really the plan, at least through the 4th decide from there but i'd like to keep that uh consistent mileage up there and we'll go with that for now just like to see the uh yearly mileage and the monthly mileage which keeps staying up in that uh higher end for me averaging 30 to 40 a week 
Yeah, but we'll see what happens. Uh, when you're not training for something, it's real a lot easier to miss something. And upcoming races, like I said, uh, for me, Howland, Ohio starts in Stripes 5K. And then on the 21st of July, uh, anybody has any plans for a half, midsummer half at uh, Prescott in Erie, PA, the Prescott Half Marathon. All they have is the half marathon. Uh, it's a great course. This is actually the eighth time I'm going to be running it. Uh, I know it won't be a PR for me. I don't think I'm in shape. I'm not in shape to do a PR there because I once broke two hours there. Uh, it was actually the, well, not the PR, but uh, first half marathon I ever ran was the Prescott Half way back in 2005. So, and I'm not even sure I can run the same time I ran then. So, that's uh that's it for the hat uh that's the upcoming races and after that uh i'm going full marathon training uh to be ready to be at a five-hour pacer at the youngstown marathon october 27th i'm sure i'll sprinkle in a few uh little races or something in between uh see what comes up and i'll keep you informed of any uh big races coming up and right now we have Pico, we have an announcement. You want to share an announcement? Or is it all on me? All on me again. All right. Got an email this week, just a couple, two days, a couple days ago on Friday. Uh, well, actually, it was last week, so. Uh, but it's, I was waiting to for the podcast this week to make the announcement. Uh, you may have noticed uh, on Instagram, if you follow Just a Runner on Instagram, that's me, uh, I got an email from uh, Honey Stinger with the Welcome to the Honey Stinger Hive Ambassador Program. Uh, Sarah, we are excited for you to be an uh, inspirational representative of our brand. We truly believe our Honey Stinger Hive members are highly motivated, enthusiastic individuals who personify Honey Stinger through their daily lives, sports, and community. We appreciate you for being passionate, active, and knowing how to have fun while playing hard. Most of all, we appreciate your love of Honey Stinger products. Now, this is true. Uh, I love their waffle. Uh, I like using their energy gels. They have the least. I've had the least amount of stomach issues using Honey Stinger energy gels uh, during marathons and long runs. So, I've had pretty good luck with their. Uh, product so and one day i just happened to be looking at something and uh, where did i see it anyway i saw that you had an ambassador program so i went ahead and applied and it's been over a week i was actually about to kind of gave up on the plan but uh i got announced on friday i got an email with this information and uh what they expect from their hive members that's what they're calling their uh, ambassador program. Uh, so I, I guess maybe I should actually eat more honey. Maybe it agrees with me more. Uh, that's just... So it was kind of nice. This is the first time I got picked to be an ambassador. I've applied for other things and tried to be ambassador for several of the races that I really like. So this is kind of exciting for me. And yeah, I'm sure you're going to be hearing about uh, high products from me on... Uh, especially on Instagram, and I've been tagging them in everything on there. Lately, I started doing that. Uh, hashtag 
Stinger Bee Sting and hashtag of uh, Honey Stinger. So I'm happy about all that. And, you know, the email just went over what they expect from their ambassador. Be be active in your community. Uh, I, as far as the running community around here, I do feel I'm, uh, I'm active. I mean, I guess there's some things I could do different. Uh, use Honey Stinger products. I've been using them anyway, so that's uh, that'll just be a continuation of it. Be a Honey Stinger advocate. Well, if you ask me what I used or... Maybe I've told people before, and uh, between the, I'm mostly, I've always used the, the waffles. There's a few of them I really like, and I've been having good luck with their vanilla uh, energy gels. There's a few others I like too. The orange one, and there was a fruit smoothie one. Those were some of my favorites, but everybody has different tastes, so I maybe get a variety pack if you haven't tried them. Uh, have an online presence i'm working on that i'm trying to develop our just to run our podcast group uh you know pushing a little bit on the i did on instagram and uh started a facebook group just for anybody uh in the that listens to podcasts so we could just have a conversation about that or send out questions or topics for the um oh man Ever just lose your train of thought and just looking at a blank? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, well, that's basically what I'll be doing as far as uh, the ambassador program. A lot of this is uh, any problems for me. It's some of the stuff I was already doing anyways. Uh, so it's nice to just have kind of recognition for that and be an ambassador for a product that you do believe in and you do use already so thank you for that Pico you got anything to add to the discussion here about the high energy you, you, do, do you use high energy gels on your runs I know you didn't take one today if we start going longer than a mile mile and a half if we get up two three miles you want some you know honey honey stinger energy gels I can't tell. He's trying to take a nap. And I think our podcasting's interrupting his nap time. Uh, well, that's all right. All right. Well, everybody is wrong. And now, what's this week's uh, topic? Uh, no race reports. Uh, nothing like that coming up. Uh, discussed the races coming up. So I just thought been trying to work regular speed work into my uh, training uh, weekly training plan. And I just thought I'd talk about some different types of speed work. Some, most of it's what uh, I've been trying to work in and what I hope to be doing over the next few months. Even though I'm the five-hour pacer, I kind of want to train like I'm going for a faster marathon than that. Um, still a little worried because it is a hilly course. So, Youngstown Marathon, uh, you know, a lot of this is just going to run the half in Prescott on the 21st and go right, you know, and just continue on uh, you know, with the marathon training. And as far as that, if anybody's interested, if you go to Youngstown Marathon, look them up on Facebook or online. They are having uh, training runs get together every Saturday. Uh, this is one I know of so far. And it's, uh, it's 
starts on July 6th, so this next weekend coming up. Uh, give me one second here. I'll bring up, oh, where did I put that? I had the schedule here. My Just a Running group, uh, I am planning on having them meet up at the same place every Saturday morning. For the ones that are training for the trail race, they could meet there with us in the morning and just jump on the trails and do what they want. Uh, obviously, whether you're training for a race or not, anybody could come out and run with us. Obviously, I'm all for your people signing up and being a part of the uh, Youngstown Marathon, whichever they have the 5K, the half marathon, or the marathon. So if you want to pick one of them, obviously, I'm all for it. And I have a pacer code, and I'm going to go ahead and share it. Uh, Bruce, 19. Get you a discount that, and I don't think I have as many discounts as uh, Ambassador would. There's several of them out there. Uh, Taylor 19, Christina 19, Christina who was on our podcast on the podcast uh, a few weeks back. As a matter of fact, we're planning uh, to have a meetup and discuss the uh, how the training runs went. So she'll be back on the podcast here in a week or two. Uh, so. That's uh, just it's coming up. Uh, and their first meetings will be at the Newport Wetlands in Mill Creek Park. Uh, if anybody doesn't know where that is, I mean, you should be able to Google it or uh, get a map of Mill Creek Park. Or uh, just email me. I'll be happy to help you out. Or contact somebody with the Youngstown Marathon uh, involved with the training. And should have no problem finding it. Uh, just, as a matter of fact, the first three weeks that they are there. So, and that's just certainly, uh, I'm not sure how far their first runs, they have multiple, first few weeks they have two different distances, and then they're going to have three distances later in the training, starting in August. Uh, first week is three and five, and I think they're just trying to do some slower build-ups for people, uh, on the marathon training so whichever distance you're doing you're gonna have something you uh, some options available Matter of fact uh, starting August oh no it's not in August it's uh, September 7th uh, at the hike bike trail and they have uh, three different distances uh, three or well five eight or seventeen so no matter what, there'll be uh, people there for you to run with, and should be a good time. So, this had absolutely nothing to do with what I was going to talk about and with the speed work. Uh, somehow I got off on another tangent. I, but that's all right. Uh, my speed work, uh, right now, like I said, this week I did a, when I called a tempo run, and most of your speed work, is divided, uh, let's see here, four basic types of speed work. Uh, one I generally do uh, when I am doing speed work, uh, and obviously I haven't been as consistent with as I'd like to, as much as I'd hope to be in the future. You have intervals, you have hills, you have fartlek, and you have tempo runs. Now, in the last two weeks, I have done an interval and a fartlek workout. Let's start with uh, the, you know, no, I did a tempo. I didn't do a far leg workout. Uh, 
they're the easiest. Fort Lick, we'll start with them. They're like the easiest. And if you want to break down your speedwork training uh, in the simplest form, do a, do a warm-up, run fast, and then do a cool-down. That's the easiest way to explain speedwork. Now, here's where we're going to complicate it. Fort Lick is just randomly... You, I guess you can make a plan for this, but just randomly go out, run a mile or so, so your body's warmed up, and then uh, run telephone, telephone pole, or just say we're going to run to to that driveway a quarter mile, and you just run fast till then, or certain pace in between there, and there's no rhyme or reason to it. It's just, uh, matter of fact, Fartlek is Swedish just for uh, speed play. Uh, now the next one and there's different approaches to this is hills and all of these you'll find different people having different type of variations on the uh, type of workouts you could do now hills you have two there's several options here uh, you can get on a treadmill obviously and just put in the hill workout or put it up at a slant uh, if you're outside and I've talked about how hilly Mill Creek Park is. You could just be doing a loop in some of the hilly areas of Mill Creek Park, and when you get to the hills, you're running hard and didn't do a little bit of recovery on the other side. Uh, some people do hill repeats. Just find a good hill, run up it for X amount of time or a certain amount of distance uh, to be predetermined, and you're going to do so many repeats. I uh, did a repeat, uh, one like that, where we went to what's called Big Bear Hill in Mill Creek, and we ran up the hill for 30 seconds and had a minute recovery, then did another 30 seconds. And we just kept, you know, up and down the hill doing hill repeats. So I forget, how many did we do? We did eight or 10, I can't remember. Should uh, get back out there and do those again sometime. Be a good one to do. Even though I'm training for right now, my focus was on the last few weeks, month or two, uh, was on the Prescott half. I'm not. I was worried about the distance as hitting the time I want. I think I've done enough long runs in my life. Uh, I know I can finish 13 miles. It's just, is it going to take me two hours, 2.15, 2.30, three hours? You know, sometimes you just have that bad day. So working on the speed work a little bit to help me get that time down. And uh, the week of the half, I'm probably going to take a pretty easy week. Uh, obviously, I'll eliminate any speed work. Now, the next two are a little more sophisticated type of speed work. Uh, the one I did this week was called a tempo run. It basically consists of, like I said, do a warm up, run fast, do a cool down. Uh, you can complicate it. Uh, and there are, if you get on like a McMillan running, he has a running calculator, and there's other running calculators you can use, and they'll all tell you what pace you should uh, based on a race you run uh how much what speed you should be running these at and things like that uh tempo runs from uh hold on one second where's that uh there uh sorry about the interruption uh back to where i was all right i think we're back to talking about tempo runs someday i'll learn how to uh, edit this properly so you won't hear these type of things. 
<laughs> anyway, a tempo run, they generally advise a little bit slower than like your 10K pace, maybe your half marathon pace, somewhere in there, however, and try to run anywhere from, I guess some of them could, I guess you could start at a mile and build up to whatever distance you want. I've seen some plans have you doing seven, eight mile, maybe a six mile tempo run. Uh, I've done them up three or four or do something like a, a two by two mile where you take a three minute break in between. So do your warm up, you run at that pace uh, and then you cool down. I've seen other other people, and this was, uh, um, I think it was Higdon. He, he called, said, do your tempo runs, start slow, slowly build it up. And after the first mile, you just to keep increasing it, get up to about your 10 minute pace, run that for a few minutes and then start dropping it back down. And he's talking about doing a marathon training plan. So you do want to do a little bit faster running. Um, I do do a lot of reading about the heart rate training and it's sounded like a good idea. So you'd want to be doing a lot of, uh, what, you, what was I going to say? Uh, easy run or I don't know if easy run, but uh, your easy run pace. So most of the time, 80, 90% of your running should be at your easy run pace. And you want to sprinkle in, you know, there's going to be weeks you probably should do 100% of your running at your easy run pace. And then sprinkle in some pace work and some of these harder runs in order to help you build up uh, your speed and your endurance. Uh, running faster than you plan to run your marathon at, it's actually going to help you build your endurance. And uh, it's called the VO2 Max. And there's just you know different uh, benefits to doing the speed work. And if you do want to improve on shorter races, even or anything from 5K to 10K, a little speed work, a little bit of faster running, it's definitely going to help you get there. Now, on the flip side, you don't want to do too much because then you're going to risk injury. A lot of the training for races is just balancing your miles and your workouts with not being injured. You're better off being 90% ready, a little undertrained, than being overtrained or injured. So, that's my opinion. And those are some of my. Now, intervals um, are going to be a little different. You still do the warm up, cool down, but most of your interval workouts are going to be shorter distances. You could do anything from 200 to a mile. I, I imagine there are some people that might do longer intervals. Uh, your pace is going to depend on how long you're going, obviously. Uh, your pace for the 200 meter or 400 meter is definitely going to be faster than the, uh, the mile repeat. Uh, once again, I'd recommend getting on McMillan Running. They have a run calculator. Uh, they actually have one you could get on your iPhone or whatever type of I believe they have it on any phone you want. Uh, put in your last race time. Uh, say, okay, I put in a 30-minute 5K. Hit calculate. And hit this button. Uh, go to your workout paces. Okay, I'm going to be doing speed workouts. 400 meters. I put in a 30-minute 5K. Uh, obviously, whatever time you put in. So let's just, it'd be uh, 203 to 210 for the uh 400 meters, that's how fast you want to run it in if you were a 30 minute 5K. And they recommend doing a 1600 meters, which is basically a mile, in uh, 852 to 916. Uh, 
they do list it two different ways. One is called Speedster and the other is Endurance Monster. Uh, the more miles per week, the better for Endurance Monster. Short and fast workouts on the track are harder than long runs, tempo runs, and marathon training. Choose Endurance Monster paces if this sounds like you. So I'd pretty much look at it as once, uh, if you're training for ha halves and marathons or longer, you don't want to be doing uh, endurance workout paces and uh, speed workout. If you probably if you want to be doing shorter, shorter runs and things like that, probably still good to sprinkle some in. And with the intervals, you have a lot of variety. Like I said, you could go out and do the very popular 400 meters. If you got to a track, one loop around the track, it's a quarter mile. That's a one interval so what you do do your mile warm-up uh as with all the speed work do, do your warm some people do longer than a mile whenever you feel you need to do so just do your warm-up then say you decide to do four 400 you're going to run a 400 meter sprint fast and let's well let's just change this a little bit recalculate we'll change to 5k let's say so you did a 25 minute 5k now since i'm training for the marathon i picked the endurance monster and it says i should be doing 146 to 152. so run one loop around try to stay in that time frame consistently uh and but uh same time some of the workouts could be 800 meters, 1,000 meters, 1,200 meters, 1,600 meters. Those are all good paces or good distances to run uh, while you're training for something like a half or a marathon. So if you're doing a half, you do two loops around the track. And obviously, if you just have flat ground and a GPS watch, you don't need a track. If you prefer not to be on the track, if that bothers you for some reason, or you don't have one nearby, or you don't want to do it on a treadmill, if you have get about a mouth of flat ground, uh, I'm lucky I, with Mill Creek Park, they got that bike uh, hike trail right there, uh, and it's a mile and a half each way, and I'm able to use that when I decide to do intervals. So if you were doing... Uh, and there's, like I said, there's so many different varieties. You could go out and say, okay, I'm going to do six 400s or six half miles. But you want to have a, you do the 400, then you take a rest period. Uh, with a, Depending on the length of the interval, you would want to be, uh, for the 400, probably be about a minute rest and then get going again. Because you're only doing one loop, uh, two minutes maybe at the most. And... I've done other things in the past. It's been a long time since I did this one, but we did one a ladder. We did one loop, 400 meters. Then we did 800 meters, 1,200 meters. Then we did one uh, a mile, four loops around the track, 1,600 meters. And then we went back down the ladder and did another 1,200, 800, and 400. Uh, obviously, everyone was at a different pace, but you got the general idea. You build up the ladder and back down. So... Like I said, one week you might go out and do 400 meters and maybe a couple of weeks later, next week you're going out and doing two 600 meters uh, with uh, five minutes rest in between. Those are just some options 
uh, trying to show you. One of the most popular workouts, at least I, I think it is, uh, I've heard about it a long time ago, and I've done this one many times in a half. It's the uh, it's a half mile, which would be 800 meters, two loops around the track. We're, come on up, Pico. You got something to add to the, come on, come on. You can still come up. All right, sorry about the interruption. My co-host here does not seem to, he's giving me the why. All right. Hey, that package was for you. I had to stop the podcast, go get it off. There you go. Come on. There's the, there's the mic. Jump on in here. Come on, we'll share it. I get it. You have food. All right. Everybody gets packages here but me. I'm going to have to order something just to get a package. Uh, all right. And where was I? Oh, Yasso 800s is what they're called. Uh, it's basically run, do your warm-up, and you'll do a cool-down afterwards. And decide when, if you know what your marathon goal pace is, you want to build up. And you might not start at 10, start off at 4. But the goal is to run the 800 meters 10 times. And if, if your marathon goal was, let's say, four hours, you'd want to run your 800 meters in four minutes. So take the hours or time, minutes, and turn into minutes and seconds. Uh, something like, say you wanted to run a 4.15. Uh, you would want to run your half marathons, or your half miles. <laughs> uh, yeah, you could run a half marathon training too. Um, do your half miles in four minutes and four 15 seconds and you do a quarter mile jog walk in between you want to get four minutes and 15 seconds rest while doing that quarter mile in between each half marathon that's the way the plan was set up so you'd want to start off doing like four half miles at the start of your training plan and at the end you want to be doing 10 of them and you want to be hitting that 415 mark i mean within reason uh near near the end of the plan. So that it becomes uh, quite a workout trying to get uh, 10 half miles in. So, I mean, that's five miles there. You have all the miles in between, mile warm up, mile cool down. So you're looking at like an eight, nine mile run. And, but according to Bart Yasso, he was a writer, uh, editor, uh, rate, run ambassador, race ambassador for many years with Runner's World Magazine. This is a workout he created, and he said that if he could do this workout in whatever time, he could run the marathon at that. Now, there are other factors. Of course, you got to do your long runs. you got to get your weekly miles in. If all that lines up and you can do this workout, say, 4.15, you should be able to run that 4.15 marathon. And I guess a lot of people have had good luck, success with that correlating into marathon success. So it's something I... Uh, I've run them in the past. A few two weeks ago, I did a here's my pad. Uh, I did do an interval workout. I did a Yasso 800 workout on Thursday. I only did four of them. Uh, I got a long way to go to get. And as far as my goal time of five hours, because I'm the pacer, I'm trying to do these closer below 4:30. Uh, all but one of them were below that. I'd actually like to get build up where I can be doing them at like four minutes. That would 
where I might, if I can start doing them that fast, I'm going to. Uh, right now, where I was at was probably about it. Uh, but I've been doing uh, the bike path, just back and forth. Uh, so I don't even, and, you know, try to get a mile warm up in. Then I do them. Then I walk for about four minutes, do another one. And I just keep going back and forth like that. And if you have a Garmin, I got the 235, uh, 4Runner 235, and you can get on Garmin Connect, create a workout, and just do it that way. You can go to, you can go to a track. If you have a track available, you can go on, get on the track, just do two loops, you're good to go. And, uh, of course, you could, it'd be not that I'm recommending ever getting on a treadmill, except in desperate circumstances you could theoretically do these on a treadmill just get on there after you warm up run for, run hard or set the pace uh hopefully they have like a switch just a button the ones uh where was i at they had a you had the ability to switch just hit a button and it would switch you from one pace to the other just for out uh you gotta figure out your mile Treadmills are usually at miles per hour. You just got to figure out what the mile per hour is for the pace you need to run to hit that uh, four, let's just say four minutes. You're going for a four-hour marathon, so you got to figure out that. So that'd be an eight-minute mile. and uh, Just have to do the math, figure that out, and then you'd want to walk for four yeah, for four minutes, which is about a 16-minute pace. So you could do them on a – so there's plenty of places you, wanna, you could do them. Uh, I would not want to do them on a hilly place because this is more of a, you do want to do these intervals on track workouts. It, that's generally true with all intervals, unless you're actually doing a specific, I don't know, hill intervals or something. Uh, when I do, uh, done some hill workouts, and like I said, it's, you could just, if you have a hilly course near you, just go there and run up all the hills, and I think you'd be just as good at doing that if you have enough hills because uh, you'll get a variety, maybe you'll get a variety of them, rather than just hill repeats. Either way, all these are good workouts. Uh, one way to tell me if you get a good workout, just look how sweaty you are at the end of it. Of course, in summertime, that might be easier said than done. Uh, uh, I mean, that might be pretty easy to get a good sweat going. What was I saying? Uh, it might be hard to tell if it's a good workout or not, because even easy runs right now, I'm just finishing covered in sweat. So... Uh, just to briefly go over some things about speed work. Like I said, I'm not, uh, I probably should have a lot more experience doing speed work. Years ago, I did more and I kind of got out of it. Uh, got into more easy running. And there's benefits of easy running. We'll cover that sometime uh, in heart rate training and things like that. Or digital, even with heart rate training, if you, I read uh, the 80 20 book, I have it right here by Matt Fitzgerald. And he has different types of speed work you can do uh, using heart rate training. You know, most of his plans, it's 80-20 because 80% of your running should be nice and easy. And once you to spread in a 20% of it with uh, different types of speed work. So 80% of your running, you're going to be in zone one or two. And then I'll have you do a... One of these days, I'll be more organized, and then you people won't know what what happened. But uh, here's some of his speed work. Uh, speed play runs, long runs with speed work. Long. Uh, let's see here. Short. Here's 
long interval runs. The zone one, five minutes. Zone two, uh, five minutes. That's your warm-up. Then the uh, three times, three minutes in zone four. Two minutes in zone one. And you just go back and forth like that. So when basically most of his intervals are they're heart rate based. And you're instead of running just zone one and two, you want to run zone four and then cool down for a minute. Try to get your heart rate back to zone two and then zone three. You know, maybe yeah, that's a little more complicated than just trying to go out and run hard. Uh, like a fartlek run or something like that. But uh, you can always, like I said, if you got a running watch or many of the apps, you can put in and pr program in different workouts and just hit that button and I'll let you know and keep you on pace. Just just some ideas for me uh, that I would give you. And some people just do striders or pickups at the end, somewhere probably near the end of their run, just like do five to ten 10 second uh, pickups where you just start running fast. And one of the reasons you do do speed work is it really helps with your form also. That's another reason. I should have went over the reasons, but uh, I'm actually uh, talking a little longer than I planned today. A few interruptions here. Pico uh, ordered a package. Yeah. I. How do you get on here and order things when I'm... Is that what you do when I'm not around? Okay. Well... Uh, that's all I got on speed work organized for today. And uh, like I said, I'm just getting ready for a couple races. Next week, because I got the 5K, I'm using that as like a hard tempo run and not worrying about any other speed work. All the rest of my runs I'm going to try to keep easy. So I'm rested up for that and then try to do a long run to get be uh, prepared for the half on the 21st. And that'll probably be next Sunday. And, uh, well, hopefully, uh, if anybody's doing Prescott, uh, let me know. And yeah. great to see you there. I, I know there's a few of us from the Just a Running group going up, so it should be a good time. Uh, I'm hoping to have a decent race. Uh, I'm not exactly sure where I'm at fitness wise as far as racing a half, but. Even though this past long run didn't go as good as I was hoping for, but it still, still wasn't too bad. And uh, uh, anything else coming up with the podcast? Uh, like I, I mentioned, Christina Toth, she's a ambassador for the Youngstown Marathon, and she'll be on here in the next week or two. We're going to discuss how the training runs are going to go and uh, how the I don't think we're going to meet till after the next one, and we'll be talking about how it went uh, the 6th. So sometime after the 6th, we're planning to get together and have a discussion about that. So uh, I do put the offer out to anybody else who'd like to be on it. Let me know. We can work something out, get together, talk about your running. Uh, had a few people in mind. Maybe I'll ask, get a, finally get around to asking them uh, so you don't have to just sit here and listen to me rattle on about my uh, wild thoughts. Uh eclectic thoughts because uh, I'm not I am trying to be more organized and other podcasting news if you don't listen to Rust Belt Running Podcast I'm going to go ahead and throw a recommendation out there and uh, give them a listen they uh, I've been listening to them for a while now and they did something they do come up with some good ideas that I like that 
yeah, I'm going to steal for this podcast without telling them. Uh, <laughs> uh, if they're listening, just delete this part. You didn't hear it. Uh, they did a, one reason I started talking to Christina with her being an ambassador, they did a whole series leading up to the Cleveland Marathon. And they've had some other uh, good ideas. But uh, where they were talking to different people from the marathon, a lot of the ambassadors, just interviewing them on their podcast. Uh, being uh, getting more involved with the Youngstown Marathon, I just thought I'd throw that out there because uh, I really like that idea. And maybe I'll try to get a f- hold of a few other people that are involved with the Youngstown Marathon throughout the summer and see if we can't uh, get them in to talk for a little bit about what got them involved or why they, yeah. Like the Youngstown Marathon, a lot of them, I think it's just their hometown race and got excited about that. So, uh, but also, one reason I thought I'd bring them up, if you haven't listened to them yet, go give them a listen. They're, they're fun guys. Uh, I, I did leave them a good review. And they did invite me to be on their podcast coming up. I don't have a date yet. I think we're probably be sometime in July, sometime this month, we'll probably get together and record with them. Uh, so, crossover event, you know. Uh, so, we got that coming up to look to. Uh, so, it'll be nice to be on somebody else's podcast, or different point of view, and see how they do things. Alright, well, that's going to be it for today, for the fifth time. Uh, just If you get a chance, go on iTunes, or what they call it now, Apple Podcast, and leave me a rating review, please. And join the Just a Runner Facebook group. If you and find me on Instagram at Just a Runner. So I am the Just a Runner Podcast group on Facebook. All right, everybody have a great day. Get out and run, and it's a beautiful day out.